Here we go. folks, this is your host Cameron Ivey of Privacy Please, and thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. Tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, let's just pretend you didn't listen to it. Thanks again for coming in, and we hope you enjoy the show. And one, we're live in our houses. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Privacy Please. I'm co-host Cameron Ivey, and with me is always Mr. Gabe Gums, my other co-host. How you doing? Cam, I'm well. How are you, my friend? Well, doing well, doing well. Good. Living the dream in this nightmare of a world we live in. (laughs) Every day, every day, just one foot in front of the other out here. Yeah, so obviously the biggest topic nowadays is uh, what's going on in Russia and Ukraine and um, figured makes sense to go a little bit deeper into that. Um, gotta talk a little bit about cybersecurity news this week. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump in. Yeah. yeah unfortunately, the this uh, this conflict—that's a really bad word. It's a war. It's a war that um, that continues to rage on. Is unfortunately still waging on. Um, and uh, you know, hopefully, this this ends soon with with less loss of life and, and disruption to whatever the hell this normal is. I don't like this yeah. new normal. I want off this ride now. Yeah, wow. it's a long long nightmare. It doesn't it seem is. to want to end. It just gets worse. It is. We are we it are is. in like what is this? The third year of it seems like the biggest historical events that just continue to get bigger. <laughs> it's wild, right? Uh, it's just yeah. like. Yeah, I don't know what's next. I mean, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the locusts. There's there's going to be a swarm of locusts any day now. I just don't know. I mean, I'm I'm afraid to Google swarm of locusts because I suspect that somewhere right now there's a swarm of locusts just tearing tearing it up. So I'm sure the the earth needs it. But um, let, me, <laughs> let me ask you this: since we're on that topic, if let's just say today's your last day, what would yeah. be what would be your your meal. What meal would you want My before meal. you go out? Fuck, that's a, a pardon the French there. That's that's a tough question. Um, we were talking earlier, and, and I've been I, I was telling you I've been fasting a lot more. So like I'm I'm literally fasting like eighteen hours a day for the last couple of weeks. And uh, so first of all, you'd have to time it such that. Um, you know, it's within my. It's not inside of my window. Okay. Because okay. nothing, no, nothing breaks the fast. Like we can't. We can't mess. With making fast. your own rules here. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm just making them up as well, I go Let's just say. Let's just have. say. Like, do you have a meal from childhood that would just bring it home? I for think you? about that one. What would be the thing that I would want? Um. Ooh. All right. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Uh, shameless plug, though. No affiliation. <laughs> Um, there's a sit down, it would be, you know, I don't even have to name the place because it wouldn't matter from where sit down Chinese food, like authentic sit down Cantonese, none of that fast foodie takeout nonsense. I don't want any fusion stuff. I want like authentic sit down Cantonese, right? Like that's, that's the meal. I want that. And I want okay. like eight courses of it too. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's, it. that's, that's all right. I did not know it was going to go there to be honest with you. Well. Yeah, it went there. That's I tell you, that's a 
that's a delicacy. It's just so hard to find these days. Like, yeah. where do you find good sit down Chinese these days? You don't. It's all a bunch of takeout, and I won't. I won't put that stuff anywhere near me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, exactly. you could go. You could go to China, and then there they just can. call it food. They um, do. They do. They do. <laughs> and I think it's who a little eats more Chinese food every day. Yeah. Chinese people. That's who. That's who they do. Every day. <clears> but there's always hidden there. gems everywhere. There's always yeah. people that are from from the the land, and they they just get a good business and it, it, it thrives oh, it's because it's so good. It's definitely here. There's, there's one that I know of in the local area near, near us. That's very good. Um, but speaking of China, the last time I had superb Cantonese, you might imagine it was, was in China. It was pre plague. It was, it was not that, not that, I guess maybe about a year or so before the plague. It's been a while, but okay. um, that would be my last meal. What are you having? What are you dining on? Oof. All right. It's got to be some kind of red meat. I'm going to be honest. It's either going to oh. be, I mean, probably a, a really big New York strip or filet. Okay. Or okay. Um, like a filet burger. I you're just going out with burgers, the, man. Sandwiches. Going out with the meat sweats and uh, and a little intestinal <laughs> uh, little intestinal blockage, right? Like, fuck it, you're dead anyway. Right? Oh, you know, I got, uh, <laughs> hey, there's a lot of, there's a lot of vitamins in uh, red meat. And, and real red meat, at least, but um, grass-fed. Um, but definitely some good cut fresh fries. Mm. Just got to have some kind of good aioli on that burger. I don't mm. know why I'm obsessed with burgers, but burgers are just, I don't know, a like, sandwich. It's just like... I want to get back to these fries, though, like like truffle fries, like like palm frites, though, like like thin cut? Wedges? No, no, they're going to be, of, they're gonna be what thicker. What kind of man are you? They're going to be thicker, probably... I like Crinkle crispy. Cut? Um, what, what, what's the cut on the fry, though? crinkle cut um no wedge i would say i would say probably the waffle or straight waffle. i don't know what the straight ones are called but just <laughs> wow i think just classic I don't know classic fries yeah they gotta be crispy right. i gotta go have a dip anyways let's we digress people, okay if you're still <laughs> hard here, on that one yes if you're still, if you're still here <laughs> we got news you haven't gone away to eat something we're so we're so very sorry you got now. you're hungry now and you got a smile that's all you need that's it um that's absolutely right. so it, yeah, well, no world events though so you know look the, the when we when we last got together we talked about um you know, preparation for what felt like the inevitable, namely an escalation into cyber war. Mm -hmm. And it's, I'm happy to be sitting here with you this week and reporting that, you know, we've not reached that state, which is, which is absolutely fabulous. Um, will we, we still don't know. And, and it's, it's just best for everyone if we don't, uh, you know, all of the, all of the words of advice that we gave last week, uh, I, I think still stand. I, I would, I would certainly ensure that you are still prepared for again what what uh you know you know we call shrapnel cyber shrapnel mm -hmm. cuz in the in the uncertain event that something were to happen it, you know things being worse than it already is 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 uh is not what we're looking for but um yeah, it's been a busy, busy week in cybersecurity news. And the thing is, that was like unnews news, right? Like the mm -hmm. the lack of it escalating was news, and it was good news, but it was unnews. Um, but unfortunately, there was like other news in cybersecurity this week, and um, our friends at Microsoft and Okta were were in the headlines. There was yep. there was a breach that was disclosed, right? Um, so that happened. Yeah, what's uh, the title? Read. Uh... Lapsus hackers claim to have breached Microsoft and authentication firm Okta. Yeah, yeah, so, as I understand it. Mm. So, so Gabe, why don't we before we dive into this? Why don't we just 
take it to the from the beginning and talk about who Lapsus might actually be, just for the listeners. Right. Um, right. So we'll, we'll take a little clo- closer look um, what Lapsus is. Well, there isn't a ton of information known about them. Certainly, um, not not to myself as uh, not someone directly connected to to uh, to some of these activities as much as maybe I used to be. So again, this is another one of those areas where I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the old man. We should get someone on to talk about this. But what what I know and what we do know is that they first surfaced around December of last year, um, 2021, when they hit uh, Brazil's Ministry of Health. And that made pretty big headlines. Uh, that was uh, the first time that we'd seen this group um, show themselves. They are a data extortion group, so it is it is very much the the business that they are in. It's not clear if they are following an affiliate model like some of the other ransomware gangs that we've reported on, um, but they are very much uh, an ex- an extortion group, uh, a data extortion group, right? Mm-hmm. So get in, smash, grab your data, uh, ransom it. Um, you pay us or we spill the beans on the streets. Um, there were a number of others that uh, had made headlines alongside lapses, unfortunately. And Vita was hit, Samsung, Vodafone, um, all in the news, all in the news with regards to, to uh, lapses getting, uh, breaching their, their systems also. Um, so where are they from? I, I don't have a lot more information on that. Um, you know, hopefully next time we'll, 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 have someone else that can uh, spread some more light, but they seem to have a pretty decent following. They have a Telegram channel where they communicate quite openly with uh, with you know everyone else, if you would, with the rest of the world. Yeah, um, some forty five thousand or so people that belong to to that to that Telegram channel, which is coincidentally how um, they equally announced. Well, I guess not coincidence. That's how they announced the their the breach, right? They announced in that Telegram channel that um, that they had breached Microsoft's uh, environment. Wait, so um, this wasn't so on that that text based website um, that that uh, Lapsus purchased from Doxpin? Is that the same? I don't know that it platform that they used. Uh, I don't know that it wasn't. Um, they may put put it elsewhere as well, but the first the first time they had announced that uh, they had they had they had successfully breached Microsoft was in that Telegram channel. Oh, it's a good wow. question. Well, we should look into this more. Yeah, now but I'll tell you what was interesting it was about related. that. Yeah, no, I don't know that 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 announcement in Telegram, however, is what is what allowed Microsoft to actually um, disrupt the attack. Uh, for those who haven't been following along at home, Microsoft happens to be the world's largest security company, right? Like that, that's been a thing for for a little while now, um, and so you might imagine they're they're fairly adept at uh, being able to detect, disrupt, withstand, and recover from attacks. You know, in this case, uh, although the the attackers made it past um, a number of their defenses, when they when they actually announced what was happening, Microsoft was still able to to isolate, locate their exfiltration um, path and shut it down. So they, they managed to shut it down midstream and they didn't get their hands on any data. Um, that's a, that's a good story. This one is very much a fairy tale ending a la, a la Disney. So most of, but most of our extortion stories don't quite end, end with, you know, the bad guys getting, getting disrupted right in the middle of their heist. 
So who is one of the parents that died in the beginning of the Disney movie in this instance? <laughs> uh, there was, it was probably whoever you got that, that big port of house from. That's, that's the one that died. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah, the it was probably some animal. Yep. It was, right. it was, I read it was definitely an animal. It was definitely yeah. an animal. Shots are fired. It's a Disney okay. movie. It's okay. a Disney movie. <laughs> I got <gotcha>. you. <laughs> So, so what is this, uh, you know, something like this, um, you know, these groups, they're everywhere, right? This isn't like the only type of group like this. Um, how much money, so you're saying they didn't get anything out of this, uh, doesn't appear that way out of this attack. That's, that's what it appears to be. Um, I don't, uh, again, I, it doesn't seem that way. And Microsoft equally put out a statement confirming that they had not. So it seems like they were not able to get anything else. They, uh, they, one of their methods seems to be they, they get very personal in, in their targeting and and they go after um, they go after employees of organizations and and that's they 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 will spend a lot of time gathering information on an individual, stalking their their digital life, um, and we talk about this a lot as a privacy and security show, right? Like that's. We, we talk a lot about keeping yourself safe online. Again, back to episode one, like literally episode one, we talk about a bunch of tools to keep yourself safe, like, you know, not even your organization. But yet another reason why keeping yourself safe isn't completely disjointed from keeping your organization safe. These groups will will absolutely take all of the the, the time and, and, and resources that they can muster to to attack you. Um, they have time, right? Like time is on their side from an attack defense perspective. And so any additional information that we make available to ourselves out there, mother's maiden names, like things that we may not think about, but you know, you may may post something on Facebook and the Lord knows why you're still on Facebook, but whatever, um, you know, those types of things. It's uh, th- that's how this group in particular operates. Um, and we know that that's how a number of other groups uh, have operated. Um, yeah. Yeah. This article is very, very interesting. Um, it's, it's kind of diving into talking about, um, how the leaked, there was like 37 gigabytes, uh, on archive that shows the group may uh, access the repository. Oh, so they did get some data. Yeah, related to Microsoft Bing, Bing Maps, Cortana, and images highlighting Okta's uh, suite in-house Slack channels. Doesn't sound like sensitive data, but, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? And these are, like, so people are, you know, concerned, like, for a service that powers authentication systems to many of the largest corporations and FedRAMP approved which is a hefty price to even be FedRAMP or have FedRAMP. Yeah, there's, there's going to be a lot of questions. There's going to be a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah, no, for certain. Same Look, again, th- th- these are all the reasons why, um, you know, uh, cyber readiness is uh, is ever so important. It, it always is. It never hasn't been. Um, but with the level of attacks, this is the thing that's happening too, though, right? Like with the increased activities, there's a lot of noise in the wire, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So it, it just becomes more difficult to detect, you know, actual signal from noise just because there's so much going on. Um, I, I always hesitate to use 
breaches like the lapsus one as as kind of poster boys though because they're they're complicated and they're complex they they use the techniques like sim swapping where they socially engineered and in some cases they'll pay off employees that work at different stores um to be able to get this information back hell we should do a whole episode on sim swapping because it gets Ooh, it gets yeah. really in depth right like and there's there's an entire market for the, for this stuff and it um especially sim swapping to like target folks that have bitcoin because that's a that's a huge market a literal billion dollar cyber theft market where individuals um again using a lot of of social intelligence and human intelligence uh as as their as part of their reconnaissance to to attack folks mm-hmm. that's similar to what happened here right so like very complicated things you know sim hacking and swapping and these were multi chains of compromises to get here this wasn't like one unpatched system and they got into microsoft that's that's not what we're talking about uh, and and so i sometimes hesitate to to, to give too much glory to these stories because the truth is attackers will use the path of least resistance. It just so happens that if your target is Microsoft, the path of least resistance has a lot of resistance. But for most organizations, the path of least resistance is going to be that unpatched server. It's going to be that treasure trove of yeah. sensitive data laying around that, that that you didn't detect, right? That's exactly what it's going to be. And so, really, what we're really what what you know we're talking about here when we talk about readiness is is making sure that you're doing those those basic things, um, right? Because but it's still it's still a yeah. I was going to say because, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but once there's a successful um, attack like this, that just means that there's potential for further risk um, down the road, and there for is. yeah for. Uh, Am I on the right path here? So, like, no, you're 100 on the right path. The thing is, when someone's inside, what is your confidence level that they are no longer there? What is your confidence yeah. level that they're no longer a persistent threat? Um, and you know, again, Microsoft being who they are from a security perspective, they, I have, I have a a lot of confidence that their uh, their forensic capabilities will certainly identify. Um, both how they got in as well as whether or not, uh, you know, any, there was anything persistent around. Um, but it's hard. It's really hard work. It's really hard work. And we're not all Microsoft. Yeah, it's true. Um, there's only one, <laughs> <laughs> one ring to rule them all. That's it. There's just them. There's just them. Although as I understand it, 2022 is the year of, of the Linux desktop or. Yeah. So I've been to, well, I mean, it's been the year of Linux desktop since like 1991. So. <laughs> what do you mean? Is Windows 11 not what it's supposed to be? <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I know I'm still, I know. still rocking XP over here. But Windows XP works perfectly fine for me. Why would I upgrade? Why would I hey. upgrade? Um, did you want to talk a little bit about, because this kind of rolls into, you know, obviously the the attacks in Ukraine on the ground. And I know that you were talking about a little bit of a positivity in the sense of, um, you know, fear about cyber warfare yeah. and stuff like that. But Biden came out with that um, statement about the, you know, nation's secu- uh, cybersecurity and the, the um, about improving and bolstering it and that kind of thing. The statement um, by the administration on cybersecurity. So, Biden was was issuing a a, a reassurance to uh, I think to to those of us here 
stateside that you know uh, the, the nation is doing everything it can to to bolster its defenses. Um, and you know, as, as part of war warfare, as it goes, uh, a good offense is is a good defense as well. And so that was equally included in that statement. But there was also the 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 request to the rest of us in the private sector, if you would, to bolster our own infrastructures as best we can. Um, so just kind of reiterating the same things we talked about here last week. So uh, I, I believe I believe the White House is equally uh, pleased that we we have not escalated into further cybersecurity warfare as well, too. So that was that's basically the, the sentiment that was issued from that statement this week. Great. Well, that's pretty much it in cybersecurity news for this week. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to touch on before we wrap this episode up? I don't think so. It's uh, There was certainly quite a bit more news somewhere, I'm sure, that we hadn't really gotten into. So, you know, we may post some things. Uh, we'll, we'll drop some more links uh, on the official LinkedIn channel. Um, and if anyone has any news topics they want to hear covered, happy to cover those as well. Um, until next time, though, hopefully everyone stays safe out there. Yeah, everyone stay safe. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to Privacy Please. This podcast is brought to you by Spirion, protecting what matters most. If you guys want to keep hearing us and supporting us, please, please, please email me at cameron.ivy at spirion.com. That's C-A-M-E-R-O-N dot I-V-E-Y at spirion, S-P-I-R-I-O-N dot com. We would love to hear from you. New topics, guests, all that good stuff. Support us. We love doing this every single week and we hope to continue. Thanks again for your support. And again, Cameron Ivy, over and out all around decent guy. See you next week.